Hi, my name is Jin Lally and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. I've really been enjoying recording this podcast recently. I've got loads of ideas for lots more episodes, but if you've got any ideas, if there's something in particular you want me to talk about, please just send me a message. I've already done lots of episodes without naming people. Uh, People had sent me messages saying, could you do an episode on this, that, the other? And I've not named them, but I've had the feedback that, yep, they recognize that that particular episode was just for them. And it's really helped them. So if there is something you'd like me to chat about, then please just let me know. I wanted to talk today about an exercise I use towards the end of sessions with my clients, something called the power of vision, having a vision of your future. Now, the reason I leave this session right till the end is because I want to ensure that the stress bucket is absolutely empty. So these exercises that I'm going to explain to you today are best done when your stress bucket is absolutely empty. When you are feeling in control, when you're feeling calm and relaxed, there's no anxiety, there's no stress really going on in your life and you really have some positive feelings and some motivations and you're feeling very optimistic about the future. So if you're not feeling like that right now, don't worry, keep working on getting that stress bucket emptier. But this is a really interesting exercise. It might still help you as well because a lot of the way that I do my solution focused work session by session, the actual formula I use is is very much looking forward to the future. We often talk about what is your preferred future. And when we're initially emptying the stress bucket, we keep that vision quite small. It's just about what would you be doing tomorrow if you felt a little bit better? What difference would that make? Maybe even today, earlier, later on today, would you be doing something different if you felt a little bit better? So we, we keep the time frame quite small. But once the stress bucket's empty and people begin to feel a little bit more optimistic, you want to do more. So we start talking about more about the goals of life in general and and our futures in general. And what is it that we actually want now that you're sleeping better, feeling better, an emptier stress bucket, feeling more confident, can feel like, you know, the world's your oyster. So it's really important to start focusing on what is it that you want for your future. Now, Having a vision of your future is extremely powerful. You've got to continue to suggest to your brain the positive things that you want in your life. And if you are very focused at doing that, you'll be surprised how many opportunities arise for you, almost as if they're out, they've come out of nowhere. Now, you've probably heard stories like this. Let me give you an example. There's maybe been times when you've heard people sort of sort of say something like, oh, I really want to buy a red car, for example. I really want a red car. I'd love a little red car. Or just It has to be red. And they're really fixated on this for a little while. It's something they, they really desire. Now, maybe they go out for a walk the next day and all of a sudden they start seeing red cars. They're everywhere. Like five, six red cars. Oh, there's another red car. And there's another red car. Now, those red cars didn't come out that day just to annoy them. It's just that now that person's subconscious has been drawn to red cars. They've been thinking about red cars so much that they're now spotting red cars everywhere because this is something at the forefront of their mind. They focused so much on it. Now, the process of buying a red car and actually owning a red car will obviously take a little bit longer. But having that vision is really powerful. And this is something you can utilize yourself in your everyday things as well. 
So often a scenario I use is towards, like I said, one of my last sessions, it's called the power of vision, it is to have a little role play example. The, and the role play goes something like this. I will ask you that, um, okay, let's imagine in, in six months time, like I haven't seen you for about six months, but when I do bump into you in, in a coffee shop in Edinburgh, for example, um, let's say you're a number 10 and I bump into you and it's been a whole six months. And if I asked you, oh, hi, lovely to see you. What's been good? What would you say to me? Now, let your imagination go. Imagine you're a number 10. What would you say? What would you have liked to have happened? You know, hopefully, you know, you would say all, all those wonderful things. Oh, I've been on holiday. I'm, I'm very successful in my work. This is going well. That's going well. The kids are great. I'm feeling very healthy. I'm sleeping well, Jin. Now, what you're doing here is focusing on a very positive image for your future. And you can already tell this, this is best on when your stress bucket is empty, because if your stress bucket is full, the negativity is just going to come through, isn't it? So this is really only possible when you are feeling quite optimistic. So have a little role play in your mind of, you know, if you bumped into a friend you hadn't seen for six months in six months time from now. So so not right now. Put, project yourself into the future in six months. Where would you like to be in six months? What would have happened Hopefully, you know, being realistic as well, let's not alert the primitive brain too much. And what we're doing is, is we're doing the same as, as the red car, aren't we? We're focusing on red cars so much that we're now going to be drawn to it. So I bet you any money, you know, something, something will start to be, get drawn into your environment that will give you that clue. If you are focused, for example, on getting fit, let's just use that an example. You're, you're really focused on, on getting fit and you want to learn a new sport, maybe something like kickboxing what you'll start to find is you'll start seeing adverts for kickboxing. So you'll hear a friend have a conversation that, oh, there's a new kickboxing class starting. These things will be drawn into your attention. They'll be drawn into your environment, literally, because it's almost like your antenna is on that wavelength now. So you've got to get on, literally get onto that right wavelength. So what wavelength do you want to be on? Do you want to be on a negative one or do you want to be on a positive one? Now, it takes work. It takes a little bit of effort. But really trying to make yourself feel that you can be alert to the positive things of life is really important. So take a little bit of time today to imagine what, where you want to be in six months. Now, I use six months just as a gauge. It, it's a nice amount of time. It is quite into the future, but it's not too far ahead. So it's not five years. If I said to you, think five years into the future, there's the possibility of a lot more room for error there. So, you know, there's lots of things where the primitive brain could pipe up and say, oh, I don't really see that happening. But six months is just the right amount of time for you to have a little bit of imagination, a little bit of optimism, but also keep it realistic. And then, you know, in six months time, you can do that, that again, even in three months time. That's what keeps you moving forward. Having that vision of your future is really, really powerful. What is it that you want? And be very careful of that. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Focus on what you want, because that's how the mind works. If I said to you, don't think about a green bus, what are you thinking about? A green bus, right? <laughs> so if in this 
vision, you're you're saying to yourself, oh, I don't want to be anxious in six months. I don't want to be depressed in six months. Well, you're still thinking about anxiety and depression, I'm afraid. You need to turn that around. What, what do you want to feel instead? So if you don't want to feel anxious, what do you want to feel instead? If you don't want to feel depressed in six months, what would you be feeling instead? Turn that language around to positive language. Really, really important. But I guarantee you, this is your vision keeps you moving forward. It keeps your eyes on the prize, literally. So it keeps you focused. So it's a really great exercise to do. But like a, a, you can already tell, you know, it's got to be done when the stress bucket is fairly empty. You've got to have that vision. Another way we do this as well is called reframing. Again, when the stress bucket's fairly empty, reframe an event that maybe has gone terribly for you before or something you're nervous about. Reframe it in a very positive way. Have a think about what if that thing went well? It's all too easy for us to think of when things go wrong. And if, if we've got a big event coming up, maybe an interview or a presentation, we can easily think about what's going to go wrong on it. But take a few moments, just use your imagination, which is hugely powerful. Use your imagination to positively forecast the future. It's just a game and treat it like a game. Have some fun with it. Think how that thing would go if it went really well, how confident you'd be, how great you'd feel. What's the feeling that would remain with you afterwards? Focusing on that is so much more valuable. Now, it takes training. We are naturally inclined to think negatively. So it really takes some effort it really takes some concentration to start to think positively, to have a vision of your future. But that is the power of vision. That is so powerful, having that vision. Be patient with it, but have that end goal in mind. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just focus on why it's going to happen and what's going to happen. Have that vision. Now, you're allowed to change your vision over time. You know, things will adapt. Things will change as you get more information. You don't have to be very fixed with it, but Continue to do it. It's a fun game and I encourage lots of people to do it. I hope today's episode has helped you think about what you want in your future, how you can work towards those goals and how using your imagination in this way is just so much more enjoyable and it definitely limits what goes into your stress bucket. If you know anyone that would find this episode and other episodes helpful, anyone that would find my whole series a bit helpful, even just going back to the brain basics, please pass it on and share. I'm trying to help as many people as possible to empty their stress buckets. If you want to understand what goes on in the brain, you really need to be able to, if you want to be able to change it, you need to understand it. And I try to use metaphors. I try to use ways to help you understand science in an easy to understand way. I'm not going to use big words all the time. I want to speak a language that we all speak together. Let's, if we can talk about mental health in a way of stress buckets, polar bears, cave people, we're opening up the language around mental health and that's brilliant. And that's really what I want to do. So until next time, when I have some more stress bucket solutions, take care, have a really good week and see you again soon. Bye.